Seoman Fusion. Beginning in five, four, three, two, one. Before we get started, does anyone want to get out? It's Geek Stuff, TNG. Who? The longest-running geek-related podcast out there, Geek Stuff, TNG. Allegedly. Allegedly. But uh, also, really. Who the hell are you? I'm Peter, by the way. Doctor Strange. Oh, you're using your made-up names. Um, I'm Spider-Man, then. I am the Senate. I am the Sandwich. I can handle things! I'm smart! Not like everybody says! Like dumb, I'm smart and I want respect. They don't know what it's like running a sandwich shop. You know, it takes a village to run uh, the sandwich shop. Look at that. He's making me cry. I'm Groot. I am Batman. I am West Coast Scott. Great Scott. Oh, actually, he's the boss. I just pay for everything and design everything and make everyone look cooler. I am Big Kev. Who the hell knows why talent does what they do? That's why they're talent. Me and Scott. Yeah. The real talent on the show. Oh, boy. I like to say. You're going to need a bigger potion. I have a very long history with those characters. Scott will remember this, but Sandwich won't because he was four. I understood that reference. I am Optimus Prime. Why did you say that name? Punch it! chapel and we're gonna get married going to the chapel and we're gonna get married we really love you and we're gonna get married going to the chapel are, are we recording now, Scott? We're recording. I understand that you're engaged. <laughs> and I'm engaged to the show. Really? Because that's not what you said a minute ago before we were recording. Oh, see, the I, wonderful thing I is you can't prove Fortnite, I said anything else. You were like, I'm engaged. And I said, is that the news that you're engaged? And you repeated, I'm engaged. So is there something the audience should know? <laughs> Have you... And your lovely girlfriend become engaged? No, because if I was doing that, you would have known beforehand. I wouldn't be a bad friend and make you find out while I'm, I'm playing a video game, because that's fucked up. On, oh, the, oh. on the air. That's how you're going to find out. That's how she's going to find out. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't listen to the show. When I send her the link to this show and we call the episode Sandwiches Engaged... <laughs> There you go. Episode title. Done. No, that's not the episode that's how title. how this show works. Well, no, sir. no, no. We get to, everyone gets one veto, as you use every week when we have okay. a good idea. Okay, are you vetoing sandwiches engaged? Let's just fucking go with the show. Okay, how about that? Fine, <laughs> yeah. I'm engaged. He's trying to clever his way around this. No, we're, sure. we're already going. This is this is live and direct. Yeah. Network we're, we're 23. Live, we're, we're taping. Oh boy! Welcome to Geek Stuff TNG, everybody. This is uh, episode seven forty-seven, so maybe we should have some kind of uh, maybe the window's going to blow off on this episode, like it did on that Alaska Airlines flight. It is. It is. It is right now because of the exciting news about Savage's engagement. 
Uh, opening song is now going to be going to the chapel and we're in there. All right. Get married. All right. Be sure you're following the show on all the social medias, Facebooks, Twitter, Instagram, threads, um, X, whatever. Uh, maybe you'll see engagement photos of Sandwich and his lady friend and the ring. You got to show the ring, right? Did he leave? No, what? he's there. Oh, okay. He's engaged. All right. He's engaged. <laughs> Well, I'm not going to cut you off in the middle of your fucking hype. I no, it, it just it disappeared from the screen. I thought that you, I thought you no, just exited no, the Zoom. You're like, I'm out. I'm not going to leave. I can't tell if he's engaged. Um, well, no, that I can tell. But I can't tell if he's having a good game. I'm trying to gauge whether he is having a good game or not by his <laughs> facial expressions. And I think something happened right there before we started talking to him. Something happened where he didn't expect that thing to happen because i've seen that face before so i don't know what you're talking about i've been fully active in this see i chose the word i've been fully active in this show well, too bad we started. That word now and not 10 minutes ago geeks yeah. of tng episode that 747 no one played Fortnite again um all right so I'm be sure you... Fortnite. look i'm gonna keep my hands here look i'm gonna keep my hands up <laughs> I'm not playing God either. Is not playing Fortnite. <laughs> Sandwich is not playing Fortnite. No, I'm get tired though. All right. Uh, have to, have to that, if that if you're not playing Fortnite, Fortnite, you can call the show on the GVM line. 201-730-2547. Or you can send us an email. At geeksoftng at gmail.com. Or if you want to make fun of us for playing Fortnite, give us a <laughs> call. Call, call those same numbers. Yep. I will repeat it. 201 201- 730-2547. Yes, you will, Pavlov Sandwich. <laughs> uh, let's see. If you That's want to support it. the show on... GVM line. 201-730-2547. Obi-Wan. Hello there. See? It's called conditioning, sir. Conditioning. That's right. Um... Let's see, if you want to support the show over on Patreon, you can do that for just a dollar a month. You get access to the show's private Discord server. $3 a month, it's the early bird special, so you get the shows as soon as we're done editing them. And uh, usually there's a prep sheet along with that. $5 a month, it's the bonus round where you get episodes of Big Kev's Geek Stuff, the vintage episodes. As well as occasional bonus shows like The Sandwich Shop, uh, which Sandwiches <laughs> promises to do this year. Um, and then uh, at $10 a month when uh, Kev has some equipment that works working, even though he's the tech it's guy it's not my fault but we're gonna make it up to those people because they will be autumn in that when we do when we redo the tiers when we reformat the show which is coming soon those people will be automatically advanced to the next tier at the at this tier price so let me ask That's you this so 2024 is going to be a good year kev in 2023 did you lose an iPhone? I did. Okay, in 2023, did you have a an iPad get destroyed that you needed to replace? I did. In 2023, did your laptop blow up? No. Oh, that was this year. That, well, did did your lap does your laptop broken right now? It's not capable of of maintaining enough battery for us to to have the video oh, okay i was just thinking if every bit of your technology like shit the bed in 2023 and <laughs> needed to be replaced um well no in the case of my laptop it just needs a new battery but okay. i won't take there's no apple store on this island and i won't take it to the fake apple store on this island because is there even um is it just on the main island the main island 
Yeah, the only Apple store. There's three, I think, on Oahu, which is oh, where Honolulu yeah. is. There yeah. may be two of them in Honolulu. I actually don't remember. I think there's three in Hawaii, though, and I think they're all on Oahu, I think. Okay. There's fake Apple store Yes, on every island. That's one company. I wouldn't bring my technology to them. The Apple store? That, because of things that I know. So I wouldn't bring my technology there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I understand now. So I wouldn't do that. Mm-hmm. Why don't we do this? Geek Stuff. What's in the news? Should we start with the, the 81st annual Golden Globe Awards? I actually watched them last night. And, I heard people actually watched it this year just generally. Yeah, it had, <laughs> had, had higher uh, ratings. Did Joe Coy just, like, shit the bed? Now that I've said that twice Pretty in this much. episode. I heard it was awful. Which is too bad because Joe Coy is funny as hell, I think. His his Netflix special, I can't remember which one it is. His, one of his, the, the Netflix uh, special that he has shot in Hawaii actually was really, really funny really funny um especially if you live here or or like you're a hawaiian or, or pan asian person that one was really funny is he hawaiian no he's filipino he's filipino okay. yeah but right. i mean that means he probably has relations all right in Hawaii somewhere well so other than other than the uh, monologue not being that great let's talk about the winners uh and the nominees and so forth so best actor in a musical or comedy film uh it was mr paul giamatti for the holdovers a film which i have not seen i haven't seen any of these movies i haven't even heard of it what the hell is a holdovers um he's a stop playing Fortnite. he's a teacher at some school like a like a boarding school and he gets stuck with the duty of staying at, at over christmas break for the couple of kids that don't get to go home and mm-hmm. then, you know, it's coming of age story, whatever. And hilarity whatever. ensues. Hilarity ensues, yeah. There you go. So Kev has not seen that movie and still thinks that Jeffrey Wright should have won for American Fiction, even though he hasn't seen that either. I've seen <laughs> enough of the two performances in the trailer to know what I know. All right. My estimation. Jeffrey Wright, also the watcher in uh, the What If cartoon series, right? Oh yeah. yeah. Uh, also, Commissioner Gordon in uh, the Bat. Well, he wasn't. He's not Commissioner Gordon in the Batman, the Matt Reeves Batman, right? He's Lieutenant, Lieutenant Gordon. Gordon at this point. Um, and then he played he- Basquiat in the movie about Basquiat. He was amazing in that. He should have won. I thought he should have won awards for that, but I don't think he did. Nor do I think he was nominated. He was also in. Um, Westworld. Yeah, he was good in Westworld. I, I liked him a lot in Westworld. And then, oh, and he was also um, he was the the C, the American CIA agent in the new in in the Daniel Craig James Bond movies. I don't remember oh, that yeah. character's name, but it's you know he's the American counterpart that works with James Bond sometimes. So he was consistent. He? Yeah, he was consistent through all of the all of the. Um, oh yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, Man, God, I feel like I gotta sit down and just binge those. Uh, Daniel Craig Bond movies again. They are better if you binge them. In fact, uh, because well, because there's a story goes through. Yeah, there's a, there's a, it's they they yeah. they kind of they kind of do go back to back to back. I mean, you know, like four. Even though the movies it's came out years apart, better. the movies kind of are like days apart from each other. <laughs> like like it just kind of he just goes from one to the next. So not um, all of them because that one isn't he like missing or some shit. Yeah, but like the first three, like the first three are kind of back to back to back. 
in his life. Like he just goes from one to the other. Uh, so. The character's name is Felix Later. Felix, that's right. Felix Later. Yeah. Sandwich, weren't you doing a James Bond rewatch or something lately? Or were you watching the Daniel Craig ones? Or what was going on with James Bond with you? I was watching we the um, old ones, like the like the what you call it. Ones. I I got through the Sean Connery ones, but then I forgot about that. Um, the one the one movie when he stepped away and then he came back. That the in between movie, oh oh, uh, 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 something about the hour, or what the fuck is it? It's like the third of. Connery came back and did never say never again. Right, and it was George Lazenby. Yes, it's the George Lazenby one. Is the one was the Bond, but I don't remember. Wasn't Lazenby the first Bond? No, Lazenby was the original replacement. For Connery, and he sucked so bad, they brought Connery back for one, and then it was Roger Moore. So who was the first one before Connery? No one. Connery originated the role. Oh, I always thought On that Her was... Majesty's Secret Service. That's the best. That worse. was the Lazenby one? Yes. I thought that okay. was the first one, and it was Lazenby, and then it went on to No, Connery. first one was Dr. No. Dr. No, yeah. And then I think it's From Russia With Love. And then I think they do On Her Majesty. And then the fourth one, the fuck is it? Is Never Say Never. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, enough of the James Bond talk. Let's move on to the best actor in a drama at the Golden Globes. Of course, it's uh, Killian Murphy for Oppenheimer. Yes. Yeah. Um, sure. Up against, yeah. uh, let's see, uh, Coleman Domingo for Rustin, Leonardo DiCaprio for Killers of the Flower Moon, uh, what, Saltburn. All of Us Strangers, Bradley Cooper, and Maestro. But anyway, Killian Murphy wins that one. Best Actress in a Comedy or uh, Musical is Emma Stone for Poor Things. Seems like a... Yes. Is that where that clip came of, of uh, Jennifer Lawrence saying, if I don't win this, I'm leaving, and then Emma Stone won? Is that where that came from? Probably. Probably. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because there's a scene... There's a scene... It's a scene. It's, part, it's from the, the thing. Yeah, because they're friends. So they're standing there... Um, what the hell is it? I'm trying to think of the word. Oh, they're showing all the people who are going for it. And Jennifer Lawrence looks right at the camera and says, if I don't win this, I'm leaving. And then you say, I'm a stone. It, it was funny. All right. Yeah. I mean, I, I think the acting in that uh, poor things is supposed to be really strong from everybody. Uh, that's got, uh, what's his name? The Hulk in it too. Um, what's the Hulk actor's Eric name? Well, no, Eric. Not Eric Banna. Ruffalo? Jeez. Ruffalo is in that. Has Eric Bana done anything since he did like one movie after the Angley Hulk and then that was it? Um, he did things. <laughs> I feel like he's been around, right? I don't know. I just remember he did like a, a movie where he was like a gambler, like a like a card player. And that's the only other movie I've seen him in with with uh, uh, Drew Barrymore, I think. He was in The Other Bolin Girl. Mm. He was in Troy. That is after Hulk. Okay. Oh, Eric Bana. Oh, yeah. I thought we were talking about Mark Ruffalo. I'm like, Mark Ruffalo was not in Troy. Eric Bana, no. He did the, what you call it, the Mossad movie. Israel. Right. What was that thing called? I can't remember what that one was called. Let's see. I don't know. Cinematic and box office achievement. That seems like an interesting award. That's, a, so new, that's a new category. That was presented by Mark Hamill. Yeah. And so Barbie won that. So is it just, is it just straight out most money? Or is it? Is, I, I don't know if it's other, most, other... 
I just think it's, it's a, there's a combination of things. But if you look, all those movies were like blockbusters. Yeah, Barbie, Oppenheimer, Super Mario Brothers, Mission Impossible, Spider-Man, yeah. Taylor Swift's Eras Tour, uh, Guardians 3, and John Wick, and then Barbie won that one. Let's see. Know. Best drama motion picture was Oppenheimer. Uh, musical or comedy was Poor Things. Director Christopher I, Nolan for uh, Oppenheimer. I thought Barbie would win some awards. Did they not win any awards? Did I mean, they won. They, they won. They won that one. The box office one Margo, so far. Marco Robbie didn't win, did she? Uh, I haven't gotten to Best Actress yet. Wait, no, oh, no. Okay. Wait, she wasn't. Yeah, no, he did Best Actress in a Comedy. Um, yeah, so, is Emma Stone? A, listen, if they said Barbie is a drama, I have some slight complaints. Not a complaint, you know. <laughs> let's see. Director was. Uh, uh, let's see. Foreign language film, Anatomy of a Fall, screenplay, Anatomy of a Fall, drama, TV series was Succession. Succession. I've heard of that one. That's Yeah, that was, it's not like HBO or something. It was its last season. Yeah, and then actress in a drama is Lily Gladstone for Killers of the Flower Moon. So, no, Margot Robbie did not win uh, either of the actress categories. And, And somebody else won for acting for Barbie, or I'm wrong. That could be wrong. Right? I, I well, thought Barbie would have won something. Maybe it's just because it had was Barbie carried by Oppenheimer. No, that's not true. Barbie was going to be seen anyways. No, no, Barbenheimer. Barbenheimer helped both films for sure. Oh yeah. Uh, oh, let's yeah. see. Supporting actress was uh, Divine Joy Randolph for the Holdovers. Supporting actor was uh, Robert Downey Jr. for Oppenheimer. Uh, let's oh, yeah. see. He's in that movie. Billy Eilish won for best song. Oppenheimer was score awesome. was Oppenheimer. Uh, oh, the best animated feature film, The Boy and the Heron. That was Mark Hamill did a voice in there, I think. No, that was um, that's Rob Pattinson. Pattinson uh, Hamill might also done a voice. Yeah, I think, fact, I the big think one. Hamill also one. did one. Oh, okay. I think. Let's see. Uh, Ricky Gervais won best comedy, stand-up comedy. And well, he should because he was up against like angry Chris Rock, Sarah Silverman, Wanda Sykes, Trevor Noah, and Amy Schumer are the runners up in that category amy schumer yeah uh let's see um, female actor in a supporting role was elizabeth uh debicki for the crown male mm-hmm. actor in a supporting role was matthew mcfadden for succession yes but, but like everybody in success this whole thing is uh he was up against alan ruck alan ruck and alexander skarsgård are all are both for From the uh, succession, succession yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, actor in a miniseries or motion TV movie was uh, Stephen Young for uh, Beef. Also, we said that he 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 is out of of the Thunderbolts. Stephen Young. And then was there something else for Stephen Young? What else were we talking about him for before the show started? Oh, um, he's doing the initial D. He they're linking him to the the initial D. I think it's supposed to be a TV show or movie or something. Initial D is a fantastic driving anime, basically. And it's really it's really popular. Like, how do I say this? People know it, but they don't realize they know it, especially just like the, the songs from it that the like the music they use in the the media. It's it's the best car anime of all time, in my opinion. Um <laughs> you know, I don't count uh you know uh some other things that people might count as movies uh like car animes it's car animes all right well so steven you in there let's see actress in a drama tv series was sarah schnook from succession 
actor in a drama TV series was Kieran Culkin from uh, Succession. Uh, actress in a musical or comedy is Ayo Adebiri, who is from The Bear. She's kind of all over the place right now. She's in The Bear. She was in two different movies that came out this summer, kind of independent comedies. So she's kind of up and coming. Uh, mm-hmm. Actress in a miniseries was Ali Wong for Beef. So, so wow, both of them won for Beef. Uh, oh, Ali yeah. Wong and uh, Stephen Young. And oh, then um, Jeremy Allen White was the actor in a comedy from The Bear. So The Bear also won Best Actor and Best Actress. Mm-hmm. Uh, it also won Best Series. The Bear did. It's a good series. I, I'm enjoying it. Uh, miniseries so wait, was on. Beef. Yeah, I, go ahead. I'm, I just now picked up on this. I don't know why. So it's TV shows and movies? Uh, made it's for TV like movies. Acting. Golden Globes? Made for TV movies. Yeah. Gold, Golden Globes is... Golden Globes is everything. It's not just movies or TV shows. It's everything okay. except music, I guess you could say. So I just I, I just now picked up on that. I was like, oh yeah, some movies, some TV. Oh wait, it's it's a lot of things. So have, have either of you watched The Bear at all? No, no. That's a, see, it's a, it's a Hulu no show. Bear. I have, I just don't like no Hulu bear. at all. <laughs> the Bear, The Bear. It's a good show. It's a, it's a drama. I mean, you know, it, well, I don't. Yeah, I wouldn't really call it a comedy. It's in the comedy category. It's a. I mean, at best, it's a dramedy. Um, it's, the, it's like a guy taking over his his brother's restaurant or something like that. Yeah, I think it's his cousin, not his brother, but yeah. Uh, maybe it's his older brother. Maybe it is his brother. Uh, his brother, played by um, John Bernthal, uh, ran a uh, like Italian beef sandwich place in Chicago. And then he offed himself, and so uh, Lip from uh, uh, from Shameless comes back home to take over. Uh, after he comes back from winning like the best chef in the country award to run this shitty beef sandwich place in Chicago, and so that's the basic premise of it. And then every episode is like super intense because he's a high strung chef or whatever. So, but it, again, I always, I always like those shows because they make food look so good. Yeah, I mean, it, it's the, the acting is solid. Wait, uh, that's what that's beef? No, no, no. This is the bear. Oh. <laughs> the, oh, bear. the bear. Okay. Beef okay, is it. about a an argument between two people. They have a beef uh, between Ali Wong and uh, Stephen Young. Are you mansplaining the term beef to me right now? No, but you, I'm. I did say it was an Italian beef. Bad. No, it made sense for you to think that because I said an Italian beef sandwich place, and you're like, "Is that beef?" And I'm like, "No, it's not." It was a very it's reasonable question shows. that you have. You see, mansplaining so is when you explain something to somebody that they already probably know. I don't want to condescend to you. Hey, sandwich! Condescending is when you talk down to somebody. Oh, cool, cool. Thank you, thank you. Sandwich. See, that's just him being informative. <laughs> All right. What else? What else do we want to talk about? Um, do we want to talk about uh, what's his name? John Majors. Did, did he come to defend himself? Did anybody watch? He, he had like he had an interview where he said none of it's true, irrelevant. <laughs> He's fired. They ain't gonna bring him back. So honestly, cancel culture is a thing, sir. So just saying, feel yeah. bad for you and all, but. You know, is what it is. Yeah, I mean, that's it's my thing. Is my friend is what it is. It sucks. You know, I like, obviously, I like him in the role a lot, you know, so. 
I mean, again, acting wise, he was great in the role, you know, but yeah, you know, he's gone now. Um, oh, speaking of actors that, uh, have the hits keep on coming, uh, speaking of Jonathan Majors, no, um, wow. so, so Aquaman, Aquaman, uh, shitty. Yes. Uh, oh, I heard it was word. So shitty enough that, uh, Lisa Bonet divorced, uh, Momoa. She's like, that's it. You know, we've been separated for two years, but now this movie is so shitty. I have to go ahead and finalize the divorce. Hmm? There you go. What was that? What? I said, is that the reason they got divorced? Because Aquaman 2 was terrible? I don't know. They've been separated for two years, and then she finally pulled the trigger. So. I don't know. Uh, let's see. Other celebrity news. Uh, let's see. Did Kevin Spacey have a heart attack, and then he's okay? I don't know. Hmm. His accusers keep dropping dead, well, right? I'd, so I'd you know, like to care. Maybe he accidentally, exactly. like put an eyedropper or some of the stuff he's been putting in his accusers uh, drinks in his own drink and gave himself a heart attack. Allegedly, this is a comedy show. I don't think that Kevin Spacey oh, is murdering God. people. I'm not going to go out on a limb I and know, say that. I know. You don't think that. Yeah. It's um, not true. Speaking of murdering people, WWE star, Tammy Sitch? Sitch? What's Sitch. the Sitch? That's, that's old news, dude. No, she got sentenced to 17 years in prison for the for the crash. Oh, she's been in prison for a while. When was the sentencing? I don't know. Was that recent? I thought I think that's recent. I think that's old news, sir. Well, you know, far be it from this show to not be not be on the most absolutely current thing. It's news to me. What was what was the bit? And that's news to me. <laughs> yeah. I'm Mr. Fantastic, and that's news to me. Yeah, okay, so this was from November 27th, so it's you know just over a month old that she got sentenced to 17 years. Oh, okay. I thought it was more, I thought she'd been in for a while now, and that was, like, known. Yep, 10 years for driving on a suspended license and 7 years for manslaughter. 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 You can't spell manslaughter without laughter. Um... Let's see. Kind of like this show. Um, what else do we got? Alan Moore. What do you think about Alan Moore, uh, Big Kev? Is he dead? No, he is not dead. I think he's a brilliant writer who is a lunatic. He's a That's lunatic. Uh, he's giving all of his screen royalties to uh, Black Lives Matter. What now? Which ones? No, I think all of it. Like all of his I screen royalties. All yeah. that's, all, I, I don't know how that's possible. Because I'm sure he assigned all of that stuff already to different people. Because I'm sure, like, I'm sure V for Vendetta, I'm sure V for Vendetta, uh, he gave all those rights to David Lloyd. I don't know about Watchmen. I think he gave Watchmen to somebody, too, but I could be wrong. Maybe it's future. But, like, he doesn't. He doesn't care, right? When he's done with it, he's just like, I'm done with it. You do whatever. He doesn't even really want you to adapt it, but fine. He doesn't even care. It's like, is that kind of how it goes? Is that his general stance on adaptations of his work? His general stance is that his shit shouldn't be made into movies. Right. And then they go, but we want to do it anyway. And he goes, well, I'm not going to be involved. Just go away. Yeah? Basically, yeah. All right. Uh, let's see. <clears throat> you know, it's it's sad. I had an article in here about Aaron Carter's family suing for his wrongful death. And before we even got to that, his sister, Bobby Jean Carter, uh, 
died at age 41 of a drug overdose. That that family's got... Uh, and hmm? the other one who has a, the woman problem, is he related? I, I feel like it. I don't know. Let me look. What's his name? Rapey Carter? <sighs> Bobby Jean Carter died. I'm in shock. Sources close to the family... According to TMZ, I don't know. I can't find anybody else this is related to. Here we go. Here's a picture. Nick Carter, Bobby Jean Carter, Leslie Carter, Angel Carter, and Aaron Carter. So, yeah, Nick Carter's the one that's also got issues, right? Apparently. So. It's, who, it's the Backstreet who, Boy. Who? Yeah, somebody recently. Oh, was it Paris Hilton, actually? I saw, I watched something on Paris Hilton about how she was talking about how she was abused by him. Oh, yeah? In her, yeah, in that period where, you know, she was kind of, let's say, exposed. Yeah. I mean, her, according to her it, memoir, she it, she had kind of a rough life for a billionaire era. Yeah, that was it. I think it was a memory, a memory. I think it was a thing. Um, it was like a little video maybe introducing the memoir or just like an interview and she's not using the high pitched voice anymore. And she's not like, you know, and she's not like all ditzy and, and you know, like all, apparently that was all an act. Right. For years, that was all an act. That was the character. Yeah. Of Harris Hilton. You know, I heard, I heard uh, somebody I've say seen some video with that character in it. One one that night word. in that character is that what you're talking about? Is that the video you talk? I'm just saying, I'm just saying that that character may have had some skills. I thought I thought That's it was uh, very lackluster, is what I had heard about that. that I video. don't look. I'm just I'm just saying what I say. All right. Um, Shoot, I was going to say something else. Right, right. Oh, talking about uh, character, right? That's the the character of Paris Hilton, different than the person. Paris Hilton, kind of like the character of Big Kev, you know, is is maybe different than totally different. than the person, you know, the friend totally of different. Big Kev. Can you attest to that uh, sandwich? That the character yes. that he plays on the, the show, they are actually literally different people. Yeah, the character. And it's funny because you you don't know all the time which one you're getting. <laughs> wow. So it's not so. Is that my new character sandwich, Schizo Kev? <laughs> no, that's that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that. Kev goes through a lot of different just phases in life. So when he's with different people, there's a different, like when I'm with the Brits and Kev, Kev is a little different. When I'm with the Brits and some ladies, Kev is different. When I'm with really? Kev oh, and, and it's not, it's, it's just slight. It's just some ladies. aneurysms. And is, oh, yeah, is there... when I'm out with my girlfriend and oh, Kev oh, is, you know. Yeah. There's Comic-Con Kev and then there's non-Comic-Con Kev. Yeah, you know, yes. a gentleman. When we're out with your girlfriend, especially when you're out with my girlfriend, because I was raised right. Yeah, you don't do that when there are ladies present. You don't act like that. You act like a gentleman. Yeah, but then it. when they're gone, then one. you turn into a degenerate. But that's different. They're behind I, closed what? doors, Kev's a, Kev's what? Nothing, nothing. No, you were you were nothing but polite when you were visiting me and my family, and so I would agree. You were a, a, a complete gentleman the I entire would. time, other than That's making me, other than forcing me to buy a television, which you claim was for the benefit of, of all, the whole family too. First so. of all, I'd like to correct the record here. 
I did not make you do anything. And it wasn't even you. It was your wife. So you got beef, sir. It is with her, not with me. You guilted me into it. Okay. Um, but so, yeah, talking about char- the character of Paris Hilton, I just heard somebody say the other day that uh, Michael Jackson, the character of Michael Jackson, the pop star, is different than Michael Jackson. He said that, you know, Why? just the character alive. No, no, no. But he was saying, he was saying that, you know, that, that high on Michael Jackson, that the high, the high voice, very soft spoken. And he said the, the, the story that I saw was this guy was like being interviewed, talking about Michael Jackson. He goes, so we're sitting here, you know, and he's talking to some people from the press and then they leave. And as soon as they walk out the door, Michael Jackson went, I thought those motherfuckers would never leave. And he goes, and he goes, it just freaked him out. Cause he had never seen Michael Jackson drop the character and just be himself. So I thought that was interesting that there was a persona that he put on for the public and then there was behind the scenes Michael Jackson. I don't know if it's true. It's just this one guy's story, but I thought it was interesting. Yeah, it is interesting. I mean, I, I I've believe never it heard that to a degree. I know that was the, that was, I've never heard that either. That's why I thought it was kind of interesting if it's true that, that he was, you know, different behind the scenes than, than, you know, than the kind of Looney Tune that you see that you saw in in the later years the looney tune the looney tune with his neverland ranch and i saw i remember a video of him in some you know high-end like not not even a furniture store like but they just had all kinds of like home furnishings and they had like uh like suits of armor and uh, uh sarcophaguses and just stuff that you would decorate a weird house with and he's like walking through going yeah give me two of those i'll take one of the he was like a uh What's his name? Rodney Dangerfield. Yeah, I'll take two of those. Give me three of those. Oh, look at that hat. Like, that was how he was hey, walking through this hey. place. And everything in there was like $250,000, $800,000. Oh, look at that hat. You'd probably get a free bowl of soup with a hat like that. I, I'll take two of those things you'd share with. <laughs> so, a couple of pens. That's right. Hey, everyone, Shakespeare on me. The better movie is Back, back to School. Yes, Back to School is a good mostly movie. Because, mostly because he was the star of it. Yeah. So, um, it. All right. So then, while we're while we're in the celebrity news, uh, Starsky celebrity and or Hutch news. passed away. Which which or Star, yeah. Starsky and or I don't know which one it was. It's Hutch. Hutch. It was, Hutch. It was. I I I thought for sure before that we were talking about the Dukes of Hazard. We're no. That's next. That's next. While we're talking oh, about, did one of them die? Uh, n- n- well, uh, one of them is canceled. I would, I would kind of assume. I don't know if he's oh. uh, Bo Duke. Oh. Which one's Bo? Yeah, the blonde. The blonde. Uh, Wait, Luke. He basically he he made comments about the president that were serious enough to get him investigated by the Secret Service. <laughs> so wow. So yeah, that's a little little kooky, right wingy of him, but. Uh, but yeah, so fucked up right there, dude. So Sarsky tell me and, a man from the South has a problem with President Joe Biden. That, that's a, a hard to believe, right? Outrageous. So it's absolutely outrageous. Starsky and Hutch actor David Soul dies at eighty, and um, Dukes of Hazard star John Schneider could face Secret Service probe for his threat against Biden. He was uh, he was the dad on Smallville, right? He was uh. John Kent no, on Smallville, right? the other one. Uh, no, that was... Wait, one of them. Yeah, no, on, on Smallville, he was John Kent. Yes, I because, think that's correct. Because the, the 
Lois and Clark, it was an older guy, like like the you know the um, the Kents were much older on Lois yes. and Clark. Yes, it is. It is. Uh, damn, I actually like this guy a lot. I just didn't put that two and two together. I liked him in Smallville. Well, I mean, I liked him in the Dukes of Hazard. I mean, you know, which has gotten much more problematic in the last thirty years. So, what are you going to do? Um, well, it should be no one's no surprise then, really. Yeah, really, it shouldn't. It really shouldn't. Yeah. It really shouldn't. <laughs> All right, what should we what should we go on now? Let's talk. Uh, is there anything else in the Marvel universe we want to talk about? Uh, Echo came out today. Echo started today. Only five episodes, I heard. Is it? It said all five episodes Isn't drop it? on the night. That seems really short. Oh. Well, I mean, does it have legs? And let's be honest, it's probably leading into the... How many episodes did they announce for Daredevil? 12? So maybe she's going to be more prominent in Daredevil than we think. I, I mean, that would oh, it yeah. would make they, sense if she... They, they, considering the, I guess the Vincent D'Onofrio Kingpin is in this quite a bit. I so mean, yeah, they they so. released the whole five episode thing. Um, cool, I can knock that out in an evening. What's great is they uh, if you go on Wikipedia, casting characters. There is a character that's listed in the show that might be a spoiler, so I'm not going to say it out loud. But oh, no, put the show on hold. I want to know. All right, hold on. I'll put the show on hold. Hold on. Okay. And we're back. But that was in the trailer, Sandwich. Oh, well, I some people might not have seen the trailer. That I honestly didn't see the trailer. Known, that's a known quantity, sir. Ah, well then, you can spoil it then, because I don't want to do it. Well, it's, so Sandwich uh, saw in the, in the Wikipedia or whatever it was, that Charlie Cox will be returning as Daredevil for the second time since the... Um, Netflix Universe show, right? Yeah. He's searching for a former ally, apparently. So he's looking for an old friend. So I wonder if a lot of this echo, because okay, so in the at the end of Hawkeye, right? Kingpin is got shot by Echo, right? Like that was the end of Hawkeye. Was it Kingpin? No, was it Hawkeye? Where did Kingpin get shot most recently? I think that was it. Yeah, that it was in Hawkeye, right? Yeah, he got well, shot at the end of Hawkeye. Way, that's the only place he yeah. appeared. Yeah. yeah, he got shot, in the, shot at the end of Hawkeye by Echo. By Echo. And so I'm wondering if these five episodes are how he survived that or are mostly flashback of her relationship with Kingpin before the events of Hawkeye. And then maybe it ends with you know him coming back that he did survive that gunshot and then it rolls right into... Um, no, I think they said it's like a it's a whole him after that and how she deals with having him as like his her dad basically at this point. Okay. Her dad. And which by the way is almost the same story as Gamora. Yeah. And what's it's great is they're even they're they're comparing apparently people have been comparing, which I do understand, Kingpin as like a an MCU street level Thanos. So if he's gonna have yeah. a Gamora like I mean, I mean that, that's a good that's a good comparison though. He, I mean, he is the street level Thanos, right? I mean, 
Kingpin is yeah, is. is it, right? Yeah. I mean, in a way, he is, right? Yeah. He, he's the only one who, I mean, I if, I think, either, you know, the Defenders did their own thing when they did that show. I'm wondering if they're trying to bring back the Defenders slowly or build their own, but that's a story for another time. Um, I could see them setting up Kingpin for a larger role in the TV shows. Um, and that would be cool if if we finally get like a true interlocking, not that we're, we weren't trying to get it before, but you know, like an interlocking story of some degree would just be nice. You know, if there is a reason that this thing happens in episode one, that this happens in episode two, that leads into more. But that would well, be and, and on that kind of related note, right? Kevin Feige said everything is canon because of the multiverse, right? Yes. So it doesn't yeah. mean that this Charlie Cox Daredevil is yeah. the Charlie Cox Daredevil from the Netflix series, because that could be an alternate universe. Yes, universe. But what happened over there is canon. I just I want think, I want Karen and Foggy. Yeah. I at least want them well, like, hey, are you having fun in California? Yeah. I'll talk to you later. I'm super busy with lawyer stuff. Yeah, and if we never get them again, that's fine. I just want. <laughs> I'm just, super busy with lawyer stuff. I just want, you know, confirmation that they exist. That right. they look the same. Well, they have know. to exist. Yeah. Well, do they? Who knows? In this universe, Karen and Foggy never existed. That's what's different here. So Daredevil all alone. I wonder if they bring back the Electra because I like the Electra. Um. I guess well, they you're going to get the Jennifer Garner Electra. Does that count? Yeah, but isn't that something separate? Where did we see that? Yeah, where where, where did the Jennifer? I I thought she was coming back. What what was that in? Deadpool. Oh, okay, that's right. That's right. I'm really hoping the Ben Affleck Daredevil also appears. Yeah. I really good. yeah. Why not? Why not? I mean, that's what that's. Part... I, you know, I bet. I bet that the cameos in Daredevil, it would almost be like, you know, hey, Flash, here's how you do good cameos. You know what I mean? Like, like they could pull it off because of the because it's in a comedy instead of a, something as deadly serious as the Zack Snyderverse, you know? Right. Yeah, exactly. They, they could probably pull off the, the, the cameo porn, as uh, James Gunn called it. Porn. <laughs> um, James Gunn is right. I mean, again, I mean, at some point, it's, it's fan service and it's fun, but if it's just, if it doesn't in any way add to the plot, then, you know, then there's not much point. But like, like when they did the Crisis of Infinite Earths on, on the CW, right? And you just get, you know, Robert Wool like holding up a newspaper. Okay, that's just fan service and it's okay because it's a throwaway. But if you're, you know, but like in The Flash where they're trying to make it matter, and it's bad CGI, like, I don't think that, that it doesn't work in the same way, right? Right. So, anyway, let's see. What else? Um, did, did anybody see the Madam Web trailer? Is the Madam Web trailer out? It's been out, and it was... Oh, do we have to talk about that as an entire entity? Because, God, I hate it. <laughs> well, like, Madam, Madam Web in the comics is like an old woman, right? Yes. And then she's played so, by... of course, Dakota Johnson. <laughs> yeah. Uh... That, is that who's playing it? Yep. Oh, okay. I think yeah. I, I didn't recognize that she was playing Madame Web. Yeah. So it's 
it's a collection of um Madden Webb and Dakota Johnson and then you know some other um Sydney Sweeney's in it. I think she's Spider Woman, right? In theory, I don't know if they say who's supposed to be who. Mm. I could be look on Wikipedia. Yeah. If Sydney Sweeney wears the classic Spider Woman costume. No, no, she has a costume. It's di- I think it's black it's and white. All black. Yeah, it's like oh. black and white. I'll have to, all it doesn't right. matter. She's still an attractive person. No, no, I I know, but you know, going back to my childhood, the Spider Woman <laughs> it was a kid cartoon crush, right? You know, you, I had Firestar and Spider Woman were. Uh, yeah, I kind of liked them when that, I was when I was a young lad. Kind of, kind of a little creepy. Oh, shut up! You so, were in college when you, oh. Firestar thing. So. Yeah, so, well, so so was Firestar technically in Spider Woman. They were all in. They Julia were all in college. Carpenter, and then there, it's a bunch of Spider Women. Essentially, are they all just called Spider Woman? So two of them were literally Spider Woman, but there's a second and a third one, and then the other one is just Spider in Spanish. It looks like Arachnia, Arachnia, El, El, El Arachnia. Yeah. And then um, there's obviously Madam Web, and then the bad guy is Ezekiel Sims. Wait, that's somebody from the Spider Society. Ezekiel Sims is the Spider no, Society. What from Across the Universe Part Two? That the group no, that, is that not them? I don't remember if that's them, but no, that name is familiar. He's another. He's another character in the Marvel Universe. I just don't remember which one. But all I know is he works for the Spider Marvel Ezekiel Sims and see who he is. Uh, I mean, he's just Ezekiel. a guy with like spider-like powers. But they don't. He's not like a different character in the comics. He doesn't have like a different name. That's interesting. He he at one point was called Spider Therapist. <laughs> Is that what spider you're looking for? Therapy, spider therapy. Not really, but that's what it is. Spider therapy, spider therapy. <laughs> does whatever a spider therapist does. So what did either of you guys see across the Spider-Verse? Nope. Uh, I have seen half of it so far. Okay, so there's a scene with a spider therapist. That's Ezekiel Sims in that universe. Oh, well, okay. So he is a character from that then. Well, no, he's from other things before that, but that was his first uh, 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 major <laughs> major role as a spider therapist. Um, uh, therapist, I he's not it. a bad guy though, so I don't know therapist. why he's the bad guy. Well, they're setting him to be the bad guy, Madam Web. But we'll see. So yeah, uh, Sydney Sweeney. It looks. It looks like the. Uh, sorry, I was uh, obsessing with that. I wasn't listening to anything you said for the last ten minutes. Um, Sydney Sweeney wow. is, is in the black and white. Way to, way to be engaged. So, I'm sorry, I'm you not know, engaged. Like sandwich. Uh, it's it's the black and white Spider Woman costume, not the classic one. Yes. Also, no, none of them are the classic care, one. None of them are the original Spider Woman. I don't care what her character is. She looked good in that suit. Yeah, I know. I'm fine with that. Yeah, but I'm talking the red and yellow one with the wings under the arms. That's the one that I remember. No, I, I know. Yeah. Creep. All right. <laughs> 
All right, so let's see. Sticking with the Marvel Universe, uh, Destin Daniel Cretton departs as director of Avengers King Dynasty. So, you know, he's like, well, hey, if I can't work with Jonathan Majors, I'm out. I'm Jonathan Majors. I'm having no one. Um, um, but he's, I, he's, I have a feeling that's going to come out to be a pressure situation. Yeah. He, that's um, what I think. He, I think that's going to be creative differences. Yeah. He old creative differences. Well, he stays aboard the Wonder Man and Shang-Chi 2 and more in the MCU, it says here. So, um, you know, I don't know. So we'll see. So many unanswered questions from Shang-Chi 1, like, why did they make Shang-Chi 1? Shang-Chi you was know. fine. It had Aquafina okay. in it. She was funny. Yeah, it had Aquafina in it. There's the selling point. <laughs> Aquafina's, I, no, I think. Aquafina was in it. Oh, well. I think shit. She, me up. she was very good in uh, The Last, Reign of the Last Dragon, the Disney cartoon. The pause is, hmm? the pause as you tried to piece that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, well, really no, she, she was good in that. As she she was good in the the long farewell or the last goodbye or something like that uh, about her long her goodbye, gra- her last farewell. Yeah, her her grandma has cancer, and they decide not to tell her that she has cancer because she's so old. And it was a drama, and she was really good in that. It was a really good movie. So, anyway, uh, let's see. Scarlett Johansson says it would take a miracle to get uh, Black Widow back. I agree. Have to bring her back from which the is dead. like a shame because you know i do like her i do like black widow but we can't have everything and i mean at this point we have uh florence Pugh, right and she's gonna be the widow right and she's gonna be in the thunderbirds right yes so i mean it doesn't doesn't matter anyway i mean you know you don't need you've got a black widow replacement yeah let's see you know, talking a little bit, a little bit bigger picture over at Disney, they're talking about like, are they going to buy Hulu outright so that it's just a, it's just Disney Plus and Hulu are all one thing? There's a Disney, lot of Disney Lou. That's the only <laughs> way I would get Hulu. Who's Disney? Disney Hulu Plulu, Hulu Plulu. I don't know. Um, I had the option to get the Hulu Disney package, and I was like, I don't care about Hulu, so why would I pay more money for it? What does it give me? Has, Hulu does have a couple of things. You'd be like nothing. I'm like beating down the door for. I, I know that I get, but they're also they're just it's in discussion Everybody. for DC to sell ABC Network, and yeah. who offered to okay. buy it? Yeah. Okay. Hulu. Who, no, who offered to buy the ABC Network? All right. Hulu. I don't remember if he was on That's Incredible or Real People. I think he was on Real People. Kev, name the hosts of the show Real People. How do I know? I was that was. I know, but I know you like you you you're a fan of the era of certain things. So sometimes you have a very encyclopedic knowledge of things. Okay, I think it was Fran Tarkington. Yes, former football player. Huh? Is that the and, only? And uh, John somebody and Kathy Crosby. Kathy Lee Crosby. Kathy Lee Crosby, Fran Tarkington, and John someone. So was Byron Allen not on that one? I don't think Byron Allen was on Real People. So then he must have been on That's Incredible. No, I think what I was naming was That's Incredible. Okay. <laughs> or is it Real 
I don't know. I don't remember which one. Was Byron Allen on one? I don't even remember. All right. Well, Byron Allen has made a $10 billion bid to buy ABC, FX, Nat Geo. $10 billion? Yep. Byron Allen. Yep. Where'd he get $10 billion? I don't know. I mean, the the residuals from That's Incredible and or Real People must be pretty solid. What the hell? Media mogul Byron Allen. You know, it wouldn't be the first time. It might not be the same Byron Allen, right? Uh, it's got to be. I mean, well, I mean, I how many Byron Allens are there? I can't be that many. Byron Allen, seriously? Yeah, that's so. Byron weird. Allen, folks, is an American well, businessman, television producer, and comedian. Founder of well, US media like company him. Entertainment Studios. Years active 1975 to present observational comedy. Born in Detroit. Professional Detroit. career. Comedian Jimmy Walker saw Alan's stand-up com- uh, comedy act and invited the 14-year-old comedian to join his comedy writing team alongside young comedians Jay Leno and David Letterman. And then it was real people. I said that's incredible. I said that's incredible in real people, oh, right? Yeah, it was. I it was one of. Well, so we see on real people, and if so, he must have been on it later than I remember. Real people. We got Bill Rafferty, John Barbour, Sarah Purcell, Skip Stevenson, and Byron Allen. That was real people. So yeah, I was Kathy Lee Gifford or Kathy Lee Crosby and Fran Tarkenton were on. That's incredible. Okay, I knew it was one of those. If you've ever heard of the show That's Incredible, call the GVM line. 201-730-2547. And tell us uh, when you scheduled your colonoscopy. Um, all right, let's let's uh, let's see and let's keep moving on. Your colonoscopy? Yeah, because if you remember That's Incredible, then you're old enough to have a colonoscopy at this point. See, there's also discussion whether they're going to keep ESPN or what to do with ESPN. I mean, they could keep ESPN. Oh, what they're, oh, they're doing with it. Yeah, might as well keep it. It'll make money because people like sports. People do like sports. I'm a sports ball fan. Sports ball. I like the sports ball. Um, Funny because there there was sports ball in the uh, in the team TNG uh, group chat, and I was shocked. I'm going to talk about sports. In the group oh, chat or, or on the Discord? In the group chat. We don't we don't have a team Discord yet. When did we talk about the group sports in the in the group chat? No, in the team and uh the Fortnite team TNG. Oh, okay. Oh. I was going to say cuz I knew I wasn't oh. involved in that. I've never talked about sports in my life. That was just that was just cousin Dave talking a reason why he didn't want to play Fortnite. The real reason was is because he doesn't want to play with Mumbles. Because <laughs> Mumbles is an asshole. That's the real reason. Well, which one of them is better at Fortnite? Mumbles. <laughs> so Mumbles is better at Fortnite, but he's an asshole. Cousin Dave is worse, but he's not an asshole. Or he just doesn't like Mumbles. He's He doesn't like Mumbles. Yes, that's true. That part's true. <laughs> one, of those, one of those things is true. All right. Well, on that note, let's, let's go to break on this episode and then come back for some... Uh, second half and with that we will take our first and only break 
on this episode of Geek Stuff TNG, episode 744, D7, 6. 747. I didn't even throw any fake numbers at you today, dude. 747, the one we're calling, then which is engaged. After these messages, we'll be right back. Yeah. We need to get the word out that the listeners can be involved with Geek Stuff TNG directly by using our GVM line. 201-730-2547. Hmm. Maybe we could use our seductive voices? Huh? Our what? All right. Here. Let's read these lines in our most seductive voices. Like this. <clears throat> hey there. We want you to be a part of Geek Stuff TNG with your questions and your hmm comments. Oh. <clears throat> That's right. We want you to tell us what's mm, on your mind. What we are doing that you <laughs> like. <coughs> so call us on the GVM line, 201-730-2547, and you may hear yourself uh, on an upcoming episode of Geek Stuff TNG. <laughs> Wow. Wow. What? Okay, here we go. I'm James Hatton. And I'm Podcast Rob. And we're the Something Something Cast. We're a pop culture podcast that chats about movies, comics, TV, music, video games, and a whole lot more. Check us out at our home at somethingcast.com. And also on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and other fine podcatchers as well. Proud members of Hashtag Potter and Family and ACPN, the Art, Comedy, and Pop Culture Podcast Network. Hey, Geek Stuff listeners. It's West Coast Scott here. Did you know I do a podcast with my lovely wife? Say hi, Brittany. Hi. Tell them about our podcast. We do a weekly podcast where we talk about travel, conventions, Disneyland, and our growing family. It's called the PieCast because we got married on Pie Day, and it's available wherever you find your podcasts. You can also follow us on social media. At Pie Day Family. And my new Twitter handle is at Pie Day Scott. Check us out. What's up? This is Mikey T, host of the Failing Hollywood Podcast. I'm just a guy who plays with props behind the scenes. On our show, we have guests who also work behind the scenes, and we joke around, we drop names, we tell real on-set stories. We even play some film games, only on the Failing Hollywood Podcast, found wherever podcasts can be found. Build your own X-Wing. Luke Skywalker's legendary Red 5 Starfighter from the Star Wars Saga. The X-Wing is recreated in stunning detail in a massive 1 to 18 scale and comes complete with remote-activated working lights, R2-D2 motorized wings, removable hyperdrive opening cockpit, and a magazine full of fascinating facts, plus an amazing step-by-step assembly guide. You will also receive a free binder, power pack, and bookends model space. Come on, Bigelow, give us a better name. Come on, Bigelow. 
How about Rocketeer? Hi, this is Billy Campbell, the Rocketeer, and you're listening to Geek Stuff TNG. I like it. Stuff TNG live from the sandwich shop, Party Productions in sunny Southern California and Big Hefuna Studios. It's Geek Stuff TNG. During our commercial break, you heard from our amazing sponsor, BuildXWing.com. This model is in 118 scale, making it the only fully scaled, fully detailed X Wing ever made for use with your three and three quarter Star Wars action figures. This X-Wing features many amazing details, like the proton torpedo bay, working engine lights, and a light-up R2-D2. You can add your own boops, bops, and beeps. The S-foils open to attack position. The laser cannons simulate firing, and the engine lights power up, all by remote control. We recommend you take them up on their do-do-do-do-do-do premium offer. You get what 18 scale. Hanger accessories to create a detailed display of your X-Wing, including crates, tanks, personnel transporter, landing lamps, fuel pump, ladder, as well as several static figures, including ground crew members, and even Luke Skywalker himself. When you sign up for your subscription each month, in addition to your parts of the model, you'll get four full-color magazines featuring instructions for the parts you've received. Fascinating articles about the original models used in the movies and more. You can collect these great source materials in a free binder, which you'll receive as part of your subscription. As a fan of collectibles, you may have seen models like this online or at shows or conventions, and I don't need to tell you the price tag can be quite high. The genius of the system is that you're paying a little each month as well as having fun putting it together yourself. You can check out more info over at buildxwing.com or reach them by phone at 877-544-6779. Check them out today. Here you go. (laughs) That's a good way to start the commercial with the crunch of a lovely parm crisp. That's right. No Geek Stuff TNG would be complete without parm crisp snack mix. Arm crisps are full of all the nutrients you need and the wonderful flavors you have come to love and know, like parm. Crisp. Yeah, also crisp. Almonds, cashews, pistachios, three grams of net carbs per serving. Net carbs, Kev, does that mean that it has some carbs that cancel out because it doesn't have sugar? Yeah, it has diet, it has fiber in it and no added sugar. So you take the fiber remove the fiber from the carbohydrates, the dietary fiber. And who makes Parm Crisps? Are they their own company? I believe so. Wow, an independent company too. Looking at their website, parmcrisps.com, it says our original blend of Parm Crisps, you can get an everything tub, an original pouch, you can get the ranch snack mix pouch, or sour cream and onion pouch. What's your favorite, Kev? I haven't seen sour cream and onion. What was that? I like I like the original. I like the original, but the ranch one is fine too. I'd like to try sour cream and onion. It's probably very good. Yeah, you could get the variety pack. 
Oh, looking at all of the ingredients. Oh, you see, sir, I, I get them at the Costco in the large size because I eat so many delicious parm crisps. Oh, looking at the website, let's see what's in the variety pack. You got cheddar, original, jalapeno, everything, four cheese, and sour cream. They all sound delicious. Yeah, but I don't think they're doing the big, what is this? 20 ounce. I don't think they're doing, are they doing 20 ounces of all those flavors? I don't know. For more information on Parm Crisps, go to parmcrisps.com and find them at your better retailers today. When you buy them, mention Geek Stuff TNG for absolutely no discount. Mention right. them at checkout and look like a weirdo. <laughs> Reach out to them at parmcrisps.com and tell them you heard about Parm Crisps from Geek Stuff TNG. All right. I want to start with product in the second half of the show because uh, I saw this and it's like, it's really cool. I wouldn't get it, but it's it's pretty cool. It's um, the Batman utility belt prop replica from NECA. Like, so it looks like the 89 Batman's belt. They've been promoting that shit forever. Uh, well, they've been what? It... Promoting it. Oh, yeah. Well, I think it's Ever. finally out. It's only 135 bucks. I guess it doesn't seem really that bad. I love that you say only with that. Well, I mean, for what you're getting, I mean, shit, you buy a little piece of plastic uh, action figure for 135 bucks. So what do you think the quality on that belt might be? Mm, that's that's where I need you to come in and tell me. I'm going to share my oh, screen no, so you no, can look Sarah, at it and tell me. I, I am not going to speak negatively on any product because I'm a dirty shill. Because <laughs> maybe they'll send me one. But I mean, look at that. Doesn't that look awesome? It's got the foldable batarang. It's got the... Um, I mean, for you... You know, yeah. you're a big fan of that property, so for you, it's probably fine. Right. What, what do you and call this? His, 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 right. I mean, it's it's a it's a prop replica, right? So yeah. I don't know. I mean, that I try not to spend that much money on, you know, toys, right? On, uh, you know, I buy the only thing that I really buy anymore is art that I can hang on my wall and I talk to the artist and have them sign it for me. And so I don't buy stuff like this, but every now and then something comes along that I look at and I'm just like, ooh. I really, I really want that. <laughs> the stuff that just comes along with you. Yeah. I saw a, a, a um, one of the characters, one of the actors from Twin Peaks posted a Funko Pop on her Instagram today. And I'm like, what? Did they come out with a, a second wave of Twin Peaks Funko Pops? So I go searching all over, looking for it, looking for it. And uh, then it turns didn't out that... did the description, did you? Nope. It was, a, it was something that somebody made for her. So it's not. Awesome. <laughs> yep. So that kind of screwed me up, but that's all right. Oh, let's see. Is there anything else in product? What Was there something else in product you had? Hey, Sandwich, are there any, like, super expensive stuff that pops out of the other than Dice? Because I know Dice is your addiction. Is there something like that, that like a Hulk item that you see and you're like, oh, like the Hulk cans? Do you want, like, the uh, super oh, version of I the mean, Hulk cans? So I did see uh, on uh, what, Facebook the other day, there was a company making, like, humans, like, human, I say human, adult-sized Hulk cans that look sick. All different colors of It's that time of the night. We turn on the black light. Let the dungeons and the dragons begin. It's DMD. Fighting with the legends of yore. It's DMD. Oh, sorry to cut you off there. Uh, we can't talk about Hulk Hands anymore because it's uh, t- the song means it's time for DMD, right? 
Yes. Do you have? Not me first. Yeah. Oh, you don't want to go first? Okay. So before Sandwich jumps into the latest books, there's new D&D product to talk about that is not book related. What's that, Kev? Yeah. And now that I have the page open, deja vu, for those that know, you know, um, Super 7 has out of the blue announced that they are doing Ultimates for Dungeons and Dragons uh, cartoons, uh, the 80s cartoon characters. So what are we talking about? We're talking about um, uh, ultimates, rather. What are ultimates? Well, they are the six-inch, very articulated, um, usually lots of accessories and things like that, um, uh, action figures that are very expensive from Super 7. They're about 55 bucks a piece, thereabouts. And uh, so apparently in their... Um, now they they have a licensing deal with Hasbro. They are currently working on O-ring GI Joes. I don't know that we announced this or not, but maybe we did. Um, O-ring GI Joes in one eighteen scale. So O-ring is like Joes were in the eighties. They had that rubber ring in the middle, kind of holding it all together, but had a lot of articulation. A lot of people like them um, and everything. And so they're coming back. There's a lot of O-ring activity, one eighteen scale O-ring stuff coming back. Super 7 convinced Hasbro to let them do it. And I'm guessing in a separate deal because the Hasbro figures from the 1980s D&D cartoon were fucking disaster that they convinced Hasbro, let us do the hyper-articulated characters uh, and do different characters and so on and so forth. So on the one hand, I'm glad because I would like to kick Hasbro in the nuts for the D&D figures they put out because they suck. They suck. And, and you did uh, convince they my wife suck. to get them for me for I convinced my your birthday. wife to get them for you because I knew you would want them because at the time, we didn't know we were going to get ultimates from super seven if there was even a hint we were going to get ultimates from super seven i would have absolutely dissuaded your wife from getting those i have to get them because i'm a junkie addict according to my friend the sandwich i am a junkie addict who has to have all the things so um as i am not said junkie addict but DD cartoon pretty important to me DD pretty important to me it was a fait accompli that i was going to get those those toys so my first question, no. first quick question. So I still have, yeah. I have not had a yeah, chance to too. display mine. So they are uh -huh. still all in their packaging. Should I just yes. return them? No, you won't. You probably won't be able to without a receipt. Um, and for what your wife paid for the three of those, you might be able to get two of these. Or I mean, what, I mean, but then all of them are the ones you were missing. No, I got, I got, I got the whole set. But okay. then that's the question. Yes. Yeah, that's so, the Avenger too? What? Dungeon Master and Venger? Yes. Too? Yes. I mean, if you can figure out a way to make them just, you know, stand for starters, <laughs> which is a big problem, and you can get them to display nice, they're fine. They're not going to be these, though. These are going to be. Now, I'm going to preface what I'm saying. These are going to be better than Hasbro, but it's still Super 7. So what concerns does that bring to the table? One, uh, QC issues. They have had a bunch. They continue to have a bunch. And Brian Flynn, who runs Super 7, is a bit like 
well, the best we can. And the other thing you need to be concerned about is if you go down this road, you may not get to the end. And what I mean by the end is that you may not get all of the prime characters. Now, this first outing here is a great example of this, right? Tremendous example right here. The first wave of D and D. Do they have official official name? Uh, Dungeons and Dragons Ultimates, right? Set of five figures. Oh, right. Okay. Um, it's so you're getting two of the main kids. You're getting Sheila and Hank. Sheila is the thief. Hank is the uh, ranger. Ranger. Yeah, the lead guy, voiced by Willie Ames. Bible man. Bible man, eight is enough. Charles in charge. Uh, and you're getting two. Now you're getting one that's called. Now tell me again what this is called. What what is he called? Uh, it's it's Dec- Decion. Dec- Dec- Decion. Skeleton warrior. Does that have any significance in D&D, that name sandwich? Or is it just what they called that dude from the show? They called him that from the show. They had like. He had a backstory. He's Avenger henchman. Okay, I, that's, I honestly that's, don't remember that's the this full. It's a, he. I think he showed up in one episode. The full extent of his character, maybe a couple, but he was just a a bad guy. Right. Well, they're giving you uh, an alternate head, lots of alternate hands and things. So, as far as anyone is concerned, just the skeleton warrior. It's an army builder, easily an army builder, right? And the fourth and fifth, because it's two figures you see, are the Shadow Demons. It's a Shadow Demon two-pack. And they both look, I'm looking now to see, to me, they look like they're the same damn sculpt. They do have alternate hands. They have a little clear base, you know, so you can actually kind of, yeah, they look, I can't really tell, but they look like they're the same sculpt. I mean, yeah, All with right. alternate heads, but so oh, the no, body. No. Oh, do they have alternate? They I mean, have alternate hands, not heads. So the no, heads no. are actually different. Okay. The yeah, heads I, are actually different. So it is two. Oh, it looks like one male, one female. We'll call her being a female. That's kind of what it looks like. Alternate hands, at the very least. I only recall there ever being two shadow demons at a time, but I could be wrong. But again, let's take it for what it is. It's another army. You can do another army build on that, and for the price of two, you can to, two sets. You can get four. That's a decent army to display. And again, these are not cheap. Fifty five dollars a piece, people. Um, the Shadow Demons fifty five for a two pack. Uh, skeleton uh, alternate hands uh, and a sword weapon. He's got some kind of ring, but I don't know what. I'm I'm looking now to see if I can tell what the hell that ring is. See some kind of ring with him. I'm looking now to see if it will show me or tell me what the ring is. What is the ring? Ultimate fair impact thing. Sleeve accessories. Okay, here we go. Two interchangeable heads, one neutral head, one screaming head. Six interchangeable hands, two fists, two grips, two expressive hands, one sword, one chief, one circle of power. 
Why, of course, a circle of power. That must have been, yeah, that must have been in the story. Yeah, it's vaguely familiar. I I honestly don't know. So I I can't say. Um, What I can say, though, is that this is easily an army builder, right? And then, of course, the two main characters I mentioned earlier, let's have a look at those. Uh, First up is uh, Sheila. Hold on. I'm getting her little page in front of me because I want to make sure that we're giving the accurate information. And we should say also, this is not Super 7's first D&D product. Um, They did some... I think we talked about these on the show. They did some reaction figures that were based on artwork from the cover of some of the original books. Yeah, I I picked one of those up for you at... uh at San Diego Comic-Con, yeah. the formidable yeah. fighter uh, that, but there was also the covers of the books, right? Yeah. So the yeah. fighter from yeah, the yeah, cover yeah. of, well, those, those actually at some point I would like to pick up and I have no doubt I will find them in a $2 box still in package someday because yeah. no one will. Um, but they're 20 bucks Sheila a pop the thief. right now. Sheila the thief, Sheila the thief accessories, three interchangeable heads. One neutral head, one surprised head, one confident head. Oh. Uh, six interchangeable hands, two fists, two gripping hands, two spooked hands. Don't know what that is. Uh, and then she comes with one net and one soft goods cloak of invisibility. Which it seems like she's able to use a pair of those hands to look like she's pulling the hood up on her head, but I can't tell because that in this picture, it looks like a molded piece. It's definitely a molded. Oh no, it's soft goods. Oh no. All right. So there's at least a pair of hands that looks like you can use to make it look like she is pulling the cloak on her head, which uh, for those of you that know is how she activated her, her cloak of invisibility. And lastly, we have Honk, the ranger, uh, the leader of the crew here. One neutral head, one smiling head, one aiming head. That's one eye open, one eye closed. Seven interchangeable hands, two fists, two grips, two open hands, and one bow firing hands right. So I imagine it's a two finger kind of hooking the, the strength. One arrow, one bow. Um, and if you look at it, the arrow and the string on the bow are sort of clear-ish yellow plastic, I guess, to reflect his power, you know, whatever that, that bow was. I've never encountered a bow like that in d d It's like a magic missile bow. Kind of weird. Um cool but kind of weird uh fully articulated it looks good the sculpt looks good or at least this you know the it's not i don't think this is a sculpt i think this is like a digital render but it does look good i want i'm wondering how i'm looking now to see if so there is a part of his costume if you look it's kind of a mantle that drapes over his shoulders i'm wondering if that's going to be an impediment to posing him firing the bow. And it looks to me like it may be soft enough 
I mean the the, the action shot here. He's he has full range and has a bow. He does, range. yeah. Which which if you look at any other shot of the character, like just the static sort of here's what it comes with shot uh, render, I should say, it kind of looks like that could be problematic. Yeah. So I guess we'll have to wait and see if that's if if that's the case. Now, should you should you dare to order all of these? From Super 7. You will receive as a bonus. You will receive what they are calling the bonus super pack. But Kev, what is a bonus super pack? Well, Sandwich. Kev, what is a bonus super pack? Thank you. The bonus super patch seems to me, without full explanation... A glow-in-the-dark bow and arrow for Hank. A golden ring of power. Because the other ring of power, the one that comes with the skeleton, looks like it glows in the dark. And then what I believe is a glow-in-the-dark sword for the skeleton also. So if you spend... Now here's the calculus that you have to do here. This whole set is 220 if you buy it on Super 7. If I'm not mistaken, I didn't get a chance to look. You pay shipping. These are big toys. They're in big boxes. You're getting four of them and the little pack or whatever. I imagine I imagine shipping will be, well, actually, let me see. Let's see. If I put it in my cart, let's see. If I add it to cart. Right? 220 added to cart. All right, there we go. I've qualified for the super pack. Yay. I'm going to check out now. I hope I don't buy this accidentally. <laughs> Do you have your card shared in there already? It's going to be like this. Here's what I think is going to happen. He's going to hit buy, and it's going to go, we don't ship to Hawaii. Well, I wouldn't ship it here, genius. Oh, that's true. So Sandwich is going to go, damn, they're going to yeah. ship all those boxes to me, and I have to move them. That's a more accurate. Uh, all right, I got to do the thing where where I'm not a robot for some reason. Oh, God's sake. This is exciting. So l- let me ask they, you this. They no longer exist. Okay. Oh, okay. All right. I'm going in. Okay. It's giving me a code because security is clearly top of mind to Super 7. It's calculating. Oh, shipping is $7. Tax is 15 So you're 22 So you're 24202 buying it from them. And you also get the Super, the little pack, right? If you buy them at Big Bad Toy Store, just to give you, you know, I like to give all the options here on this program, right? We want we want you to have all the options. D and D, they're fifty four ninety nine on Big Bad. You're going to pay four dollars in shipping. Uh, I imagine similar taxes, four dollars in shipping, and you're not going to get the super pack. 
So basically, the super pack is worth three bucks. The super pack. Um, I'm sorry, you said it's it, the shipping with big bads. It's four dollars total, or four dollars per item? No, four dollars. No, well, the shipping with big bad would be it would go in your pile of loot. And then at an appointed time, it sits in your pile of loot for like, it can sit in there for something like three months, something like that. And then at, at a point, it'll say, okay, you have things in your pile of loot. It's time to ship. I recently did this. Um, so I know. And then what happens is, is you pay the shipping, which is $4 flat rate shipping for all of it. So if I had 100 items, which I don't have, in my pile of loot, and I decided to ship them all, the shipping would be $4, period. And then I believe I pay the tax at that time? I'm not sure exactly. Um, and that's it. Super 7, 220 gets you the set. You are paying for it up front, right? So you're not, you're being charged today for something that According to the Super 7 website, let's see. Let's see what Super 7 says. If they even dare to say when delivery might be. Let's see. Let's see. Let us see. Uh, can't go back anywhere. Super 7 site sucks. All right. So it's a pre-order. You're paying up front. You could also, uh, four interest-free installments from $19.36 a month. That doesn't work. How's that math work? Um, Pre-orders close February 11th. That's another thing. There's a window. Pre-order is a made-to-order limited edition release. They are available to order for a limited time, then made-to-order and deliver when the product is complete. So they're not even giving an estimation as to when this is. So, so here's one thing. I've added it to my card here, too. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's a year. October 24th. Jeez. All right. Let me, let, me, let me share my screen with you guys. I want to show you this, and I want you to tell me what, what you see, if you see what I see. Uh, when I when I, I see. that's right when I added them to my cart when I added them to my cart you know the Dungeons and Dragons Ultimates popped up right you know my little Wave One Super Pack but then down here where it says recommended for you I see like the Thundercats Ultimates Wave Ten Quick Pick fifty five bucks but I see uh -huh. the Thundercats Ultimate Wave Ten Super Pack free well you that's, should put that order in. that's got to be a glitch right. Maybe you'll get the Thundercats Ultimate Super Pack. Not, not that you would want that. I could turn way. around and sell that Super Pack on eBay and recoup some of my $250, right? Yeah, <sighs> $250. Look at One, that. One, two, three, four, five figures for $250. That's 50 bucks a pop. 50 bucks a pop. Welcome to the 2024s. Right. So the dilemma here for collectors, at least for me, the dilemma 
is do I pre-order either with Super 7 or I could care less about glow-in-the-dark accessories, so I don't give a damn. Do I pre-order with Super 7? Do I pre-order with Big Bad? Because I don't care about the pack, so the $3 is nice. Plus, pre-ordering on Big Bad means I don't have to pay up front. That's not bad. So, yeah. And I can also, doing them as individuals, if they don't ship all together, which sometimes happens, then I won't get hit for all of them at the same time. I'll just get hit for the ones as they arrive at Big Bad Toy Store. So just more trips for Sandwich to... Not necessarily. Oh, okay. Because they could arrive at different times, but still be in the pile of loot. I mean, yeah, then the guy guy calls you and says, hey, you have to come get all your shit. You've got 25 boxes here. I'm expecting that phone call. (laughs) Sam behind on his pickups. See that face he made? Again, it's like yeah. he's like he's like the junior mafioso. Hey, you got to go do your pickups. You're, you're you're late. You got to go get your envelopes from all your different places out there. This is unacceptable. <laughs> so so while we're talking about D and D figures and Hasbro, uh, I got this for Christmas. This would be oh, this would be the, the honor among. Yes, they were. Uh, Brittany said if you don't want these, we can return them. But they were on clearance, so they were they were not expensive. But so I got. What, the character of Simon, the character of Forge, and the character of Holga. But, you know, so Chris Pine's character is in here. You know you know what I mean? Like, so, like, do I even want them if I don't have all of the characters from the movie? So now, do I keep these and go search out the other characters from the movie? Or do I return them and get clearance prices? Or do I, well, you know, go, see if somebody go else right wants on, them? Go, go right on. Well, you don't have Ollie's. So... A couple of those might have been at Ollie's. Um, <laughs> Sandwich, go out to the Ollie's and look for it for me, all right? Yeah, cool. Another friend of mine I'm doing <laughs> runs for toys for. Sandwich, I need you to drive a state or two over to pick up a toy for me. Hey, hey, hey. It's one state, and it was only twice. <laughs> but that does sound a little... Drive to another state and get me a toy. It does seem a little unreasonable, Sandwich. I'll it wasn't that. a toy. It was a statue. A statue. Both times. This is an that's action figure. Stories that don't move. One of them. One of them, though, <laughs> is is the Grail in my collection. Yeah, like sure. The, no, come on, sandwich. Be honest. Be honest. You know, if I went to sell that thing now, it would be it would be five figures. I know. What what is it? Can are, are we can can we oh, know what that Grail is? That, that's a that's a okay. All right. That's that's for sandwich. No, that's that one. I die. That's one of those things where I've been saying to Kev. You know, if we held some money back, we could have a luxurious home in that, the we, same hemisphere we, as Sandwich your and I could have a luxurious home. It's my life is an O. Henry story. Perhaps you could come back and and move in as a as a boarder in Sandwich and his fiance's place when they get married. Oh, there you go. Uncle Kev gets the in law suite <laughs> in the house. All right, let's move on to the books because uh, I'm just I'm beside oh, no, myself. I, I with wanted this. to say just about the D and D movie figures. I actually want those uh, because I want them to display with the NECA D and D updated figures from the '80s Remco line. I think it was Remco. Whoever did those figures, uh, I want them to um, I want them to be the victims of those D and D characters. 
that that NECA is putting out. War Duke, Strongheart, you know, those ones. Oh, and I have to say this too. The other thing you need to worry about, and I, I think I said this before, but I'm going to stress it again. The other thing you need to worry about with Super 7, if you go down this road, is that they just may not finish. Right. Because let's look at Silverhawks. Silverhawks, the base team still hasn't been done, but there are characters that are on their second version. A, a bunch of them, five of them at least, I mean, that yeah. are on a second version, and they still haven't done Copper Kid. Right. I mean, like, when you talk about these characters, there's seven kids, plus a unicorn, plus the Dungeon Master, plus Venger. And they've already, in Wave 1 of 4, only done two out of seven kids, right? Couldn't they have at least done three out of the seven, right? I'm wondering how they're going to handle the smaller ones. I imagine Bobby and Uni will be together, but is Dungeon Master going to be by himself then? Or is he going to be in a two-pack with Venger? But Venger will be an oversized figure, so how's that going to work? What if they did Venger on his Here's horse? how it's going to work. They probably don't even fucking know themselves. Yeah. Ugh. You know what I mean? They probably don't know. And they probably are flinging these against the wall to see what happens. And that's another concern that I have with diving into this line is because I'm going to be pissed as hell if I'm sitting on not one, but two different versions of characters from a line when Super 7 hasn't finished the, the core team of the fucking license. Silverhawks is the best example of this. Still no Copper Kid. And it's not even that he hasn't been put out yet, but uh, 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 but uh, uh, Brian Flynn is already put out multiple, multiple versions of Quicksilver and Strongheart. You know, the VAC metal versions. Not only have they not put out the, the whatever the cartoon... Uh, I think they're referring it. They're they're closer to the cartoon, so let's call them the cartoon tribute. Copper Kid, uh, but but even Venger has had now a, a second large version. I think I think one of the bad guys, Buzzsaw. I think he's had two versions already, uh, based on the coloring from the the TV show. I think that was the the wave. I think it was a recolored Venger. Uh, not Venger, recolored Monstar, um, uh, based on the cartoon colors, uh, a recolored Buzzsaw based on the cartoon colors, and then the Vac Metal, Silverhawk, and Steelheart. I think that's who it was. Still not even an announcement of Copper Kid. Not shown, nothing, everything. Supposedly it's coming. It's coming. He's coming with his, his vehicle, the Sky Sled, and blah, 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 blah. And where is it? And this is what gives me, and not just me, other people, pause about getting involved in lines that come from Brian Flynn at Super 7. How about another one? The Disney Ultimates. They've now put out three characters. I mean, technically, if you want to be specific, it's four figures from Disney's Robin Hood. In the, in the multiple Disney line, that, which was a great idea at the outset because it's like, oh, I like that character, but I'm not into those characters. If I can just get the characters I like. And then they're doing a whole wave. I forget what the next wave is. It's all like, I think it's, is it Nightmare Before Christmas? I'm not even sure. 
But the point is, is that like they've already kind of hit the wall on that, and now Brian Flynn is doing some double talk about what they may or may not be able to do. Is is executive producer uh, and C suite executive of this show, uh, Matt OG, going to be getting that the uh, Robin Hood figures? Ooh, I, have, I have no idea if he got them or not. They've been out. The King John was in Wave One, so that's a, that's a couple of years ago at least. Now, the Robin Hood himself. Also, isn't that the one that had two. the that had the Robin Hood in his costume, like in his? Yeah, that was you the one. Two. That's why you needed two because you get the regular Robin Hood, and you need to break him apart and put the other pieces on to get the Stork Robin Hood. They just put out another edition of King John with a blue coat on, which I don't recall him wearing a blue coat, so I have no interest in getting that figure. Nor did anyone else, from what I understand. So you know, like this is this is what I'm talking about. Like it, you 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 really have to understand. It's a gamble, and almost literally because money is involved, it's a gamble. If you're a big fan of the Dungeons and Dragons cartoon, and you think the Hasbro figures sucked because you Helen Keller could tell those figures sucked, <laughs> just. That. Uh, and you want really articulated, able to be posed out in some action poses, got some bad guys from the show to be posed and, and done up with. Yeah, you're probably going to, you know, you're, you're probably going to want to get these. But if there's no guarantee they're going to go to the end of the road, at least with the core team, meaning you still need Bobby uni uh the acrobat girl the magician and presto presto that's the magician right yeah. and then what's his name uh donnie most donnie most Cav- cavalier you still need those you need dungeon master you need venger if they're not going to commit to doing all of those characters you might be in you might have a problem yeah but so again, you were talking about how are they going to do Dungeon Master, but what if they did like Venger on his horse or Venger's horse at the very least? You know, his, well, his it would have winged to be, horse. Well, Venger's horse is a nightmare. It's just a nightmare. It's a demon horse. Oh, it didn't have wings, uh-huh. huh? Venger had the wings, huh? The horse was just a nightmare. I don't remember if the horse also had wings uh, or not. I just, I just don't remember. But that said... That would be super deluxe if they did that number one, which they may. But they have to. They, uh, if they're not doing a soft goods skirt on Venger, it's not going to matter because the 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 Hasbro figure was a was a traffic cone. Yes, you know. Mm-hmm. So you know, like if they're not going to do soft goods, it doesn't matter. Um. Anyway, that's what gives me pause. I mean, they could do Bobby and Uni as a two pack. Do they do Bobby, Uni, and Dungeon Master as a three-pack? I think no. Do they do Venger as a deluxe? Probably yes. His horse does not have uh, wings, just so you know. Okay. It is a nightmare. So, yeah. There you go. You got it. Are you sure? Those look like black wings. Sticking no, no, those there. are Venger's wings. Venger has wings. Then put that figure up. Put that photo up again. Um. Yeah, okay. Weird. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, so that's what gives me pause. I haven't decided yet if I'm going to pre-order or if I'm going to try and wait it out. Just don't know. 
It's tough. Sandwich. All right, go. Other D and D product. <laughs> He's like, I'm ready to go to wow. bed. Wow. GVM line. Two zero one seven three zero two five seven. I'm the guy at the end of the of the uh, the medicine ad where it's like, this medicine will help you. <laughs> the the, the micro machines man. Hey, you see who's on my shirt? Sandwich. Oh, Obi Wan. Hello there. Okay. So, what we have here, folks, I want to preface this with, we're not late, D&D was late. This is supposed to come out in November. So, for those who are like, Sandwich, what happened? I think we might have talked about it. This was a product, the last official 5e product, slated for a November 14th release, Ever. released January 5th. <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. Uh, It released January 5th, or, yeah, I think 5th. With no, there wasn't like a big thing saying it's no coming out. No fanfare. No nothing to like, hey, I sent it to your store, just so you know. What is that, you may ask? That is the book of many things. This says the deck, Ooh. but it's the book of many things is the physical book. Uh, I'll be doing something on this program I haven't done before. A live opening, because this is in an enclosed like uh, like packaging. I have to literally break this open to get to it. So I'm thinking I'm going to get a slipcase, but that's fine. So is there two different versions? This is a special cover. Oh, okay. D- is it also a... Do you, you rip it open the special cover? Yes. Oh, that's this rough. Regular I, I mean, yeah, I hate to rip it open. I got mine here. I'm not... I haven't ripped it open yet. So yeah, open it. Open it. I want to see what's in it. So I'm, I'm going to open the special one. So if you look at the back, yeah, you'll get the actual contents. So there's the book of many things. A uh, 192 page hardcover book for players and dungeon masters inspired by the deck of many things, a deck of many things, and an 80 page hardcover book uh, reference guide showcasing each card in the expanded deck. Okay, so I want to say it opens pretty well. So this uh, in person retails for $100. Uh, on DD Beyond, if you're buying this, it's $30. So. If you have D&D Beyond, uh, I would go that way if you're going to purchase this product. Well, we should so. say and remind people that D&D Beyond is the digital version. Yes. So here's the book. I'll start with the book. Same cover as the uh, as the uh, the case, essentially. The back is different, obviously, because you can see it. This is the. I am not going to open the regular cover just because it's not mine. So I don't feel comfortable doing that. This is mine, so I keep forgetting to opening this. It's a nice cover. So oh, wait, yeah. is there? A, do you have another special cover then? Yeah, I'm a fucking amateur. I've been doing this for how long? You think I would just forget all of a sudden? I'm the just last book. A question. What are the, you attacking me for? The last one. Dom's like, "Oops, forgot to get me one, Kev. I bought all the other books for the last decade, but I forgot to get you this one." Decade. Uh, so it's been a decade for D and D five. It's been a decade that he's been buying my books. All right. So here's the um, there's a little slipcase for the deck of many things. So that comes in a little book. I'll move that. Um, so this seems like a classic reference book. Oh. So it is a yes. So it's a reference book along with Okay, so here. Um, is there actually a deck of many things in there? There is. Here wow. is the deck of many things reference book. 
So it references cards inside the deck and what they do. Uh, they added more cards to the deck, I'm pretty sure. Uh, there's this tiny sign saying, open with care, no sharp objects, because there are cards. Is that all of the cards? So if I'm looking, if I was looking at it, there are... They expanded it. The deck of many things expanded it 66 unique cards. So it comes in three encased uh, little packages. So here's one. Oh, nice. Here's the back. Do you think so those got, look different than the ones that are in the standard edition? Um, The back at, at anything might be the only difference, and I'm not even sure. Uh, if I'm looking at... No, it's not. So the cards are the same. Looking at D&D Beyond, so the picture... The only difference is literally the cover still. So, function for the for the book, uh, not the hard, not the um, the reference book is the same. The cards are the same. The only difference is the cover on the actual one hundred ninety two page, um, the book of many things. And and but the book of many things has stuff that in it that's not in those cards, right? You get the deck; it's like sixty six things, and then the book of many yes. things. So let's stuff. go to the book. The book of many things may contain adventures that in that that have the deck of many things. As part of the adventure. Ah. So, what am I yes. looking at here? So, I mean, it's got not... a bunch of things. It's got Is it the history of the deck of many things. That could be. Yeah. So, the when, how long we've been dealing with the deck of many things, apparently. It's been around since third edition. Um, and then, yeah, there's a bunch of different things in here. Um, how to use this book. How to use the deck, using the cards, and then different puzzles and gems and a lot of fun different things. Here's what D and D Beyond says at least for this: um, two new backgrounds, one feat, new spells, a bunch of new magic items, a bunch of new creatures, and then offers tools for DMs like traps, location maps, and more. So I'm gonna go to the back because they say maps. There's no tearaway map, which I'm actually thankful for because I hate tearaway maps. Um, but yeah, there's some monsters. There's some other stuff written in here. Um, it's interesting for sure. I'll well, let's honest. break it down. Yes. How many pages in the the reference book? Uh, the reference book itself had. Bum, 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 bum. Eighty. And what about oh sorry, what about the big book? The one you were one had 192. 192. So you got over 270 pages yes. of material in yes. between the two. You get the deck of cards, right? Is there anything else in the box? Uh no, so it came with the reference book um and the deck. Um I will say I've heard people say just for safety, you could they do sell sleeves, card sleeves for cards this size. So I would look into it. Do they do they sell D and D branded sleeves for that size? No, it would just be regular like a uh, trading card, or like a uh, board game size sleeves, essentially. I see. Um, so they're lost out there. Yes, because if they had done 
sleeves, let's say, featuring the art on the back of the card as the back of the sleeve, that would have been tremendous. Yes. That would have would have been good, but they chose to go a different way. Remembering something also. I feel like recently there was also, speaking of the art, there was a, a Watsi issue where one of the artists they use used AI art. And they didn't realize it was AI art until it came out. Scandalous. And what's the price uh, again for the listeners? So uh, for a hundred dollars, essentially of ninety nine ninety nine, so hundred dollars. If you're going straight D and D Beyond, you're just getting the digital. It's thirty dollars. So, I mean, I get it. I guess because it's not you know they have to print out no. the cards and the books and the reference stuff. Well, don't forget also, kids. We're gonna say it again. D and D Beyond is not owned by Hasbro. It's independent. Yeah. Also, you know, so for Magic the Gathering, Wizards of the Coast uh, admitted that publishing some marketing images that use some AI components. So it was Watsi itself for Magic was using AI art without realizing it. But then when they realized it, they didn't say anything until they were forced to say something. Because they got, got it. So they um, were guilty. Yes. And then they withheld information and lied of omission. And yeah, so so, so has yes. Bringing it all back to the book. So this is as of right now, unless some something changes, the last official five E book. Now they've been saying as of late that oh, but don't worry, everything's going to be backwards compatible with. 1D in 5.5, whatever you want to call it. What are this new edition is called? Everything's going to be backwards compatible, so you can still use new material for 5e. Fine. But they're changing enough that I don't really believe and concur with that. Um, we'll see. I, I'm so excited to be wrong. Also, with that said, we don't have a, like a set slot, I think, yet of books to come out this year. Um, is there so, a word or a date for D&D one book one, which I'm guessing is going to be the player's handbook or the DM guide? No, but you know what's funny? So looking into this, they actually do have a book schedule for the new year. So they actually do have a list of books that are coming out. But we don't so, know what they are. I was wrong. We actually we know some of them. Okay. So there's... um. What's the first release? They don't have dates. We just have what they are. Descent into the Lost Caverns of Sojukanth. Okay. It's a classic... Fr- uh, it's a first edition adventure. A single session dungeon crawl that invokes a feeling of an, of an adventure module from 50 years ago. Complete with a tournament scoring system to see how well you fared. And then we have Vecna, Eye of Ruin. Uh, a Followed by Vecna, Hand of Ruin. Yes. Uh, Vecna 5e Adventure. That will actually go to level 20. Now, 
they could be skipping a bunch of levels like they did in some other campaign, the last campaign we talked about, where they skipped like five levels and went from eight to 13 really quickly. But who knows? And then obviously 2024 player handbook, so the new updated uh, player's handbook and what that means. And then at some point, possibly in the new year, 2025, the DM's Guide and Monster Manual will follow that for the new edition. Uh, the making of original Dungeons and Dragons will be a book, apparently. Some Ooh. kind of uh, is a piece of history rather than a source book. It's a retrospective historical book, and it's over five hundred pages long, and has a lot of original art. And the last thing we're looking at here: Quest from the Infinite Staircase updates a range of old school D and D adventures, much like Tales from Young Portal did previously. So basically, we'll have the new edition Tales of the Autumn Portal. Um, so far, that's what we're looking at for the new year. So a campaign that finally goes to 20 after 10 years, but for a new edition, sort of. Um, an update of a basically a one shot. And then another one shot and then a source and then a new handbook. So we're, we're getting a lot. Um but no official dates or times for any of this being released. And who knows? It's five books. They have 12 months. There's definitely not nothing coming out this month. So they have 11 months. And I don't think anything's coming out next month. So we'll see how they roll this out, the new edition. But yeah, this is officially the last the last book of real 5e, I'm going to call it. So play the closing time song because that's it, folks. Uh, you know, I I enjoyed the I enjoyed five E. I thought dead. I'm still gonna probably play five E, but I'll be seeing how this new edition goes. And I'm also curious, you know, how stores want to handle the new edition. How Watsy handles the new edition. It's it's it, it's going to be an interesting place for nerds. How do nerds handle the new edition? Do nerds give a shit? Because five E really put D and D to prominence again. It put D D on the map in a public space, and not a we worship Satan kind of way. But it's like, oh, it's like a fun like improv thing you do with your friends. Um, yes, and and yes, and uh, people have seen you can make billions of dollars off of it, a la Critical Role. So I don't think with with that still being a thing, I see people still being invested in D and I'm just interested at this point to see what the new phase is. And if this D&D sucks, do we see a rise of new games coming back? Does Pathfinder 2nd Edition have a sudden surge and everyone's playing Pathfinder 2nd Edition? Does GURPS decide to come back in full swing and release a book for the first time in a while? Because I feel like they haven't had any new releases for GURPS in a while. I feel like it's whatever GURPS released, how long ago they did. Oh, it's funny. Speaking of of GURPS, I was just at that uh, gaming convention that I go to every, every six months. And it's called Escon, and it's down in Escondido, California. Um, and the last time I was there, this guy had, you know, a stack of GURPS books, and he was, you know, just putting them on the on the free table. And I'm like, oh, I'll take those. And anyway, he texted me, and he said, oh, are you here this time? And I said, yeah. And he gave me a, a CD-ROM that's the GURPS character generator. <laughs> so I'm like, I don't really have anywhere I can put this CD-ROM into, but still, I want to put it with the GURPS books. So Thanks. maybe there'll be GURPS 5.0. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, I mean GURPS is the last edition was twenty years ago. Yeah. So on the, GURPS, but... on the on the D D note, I did play uh 
Lords of Waterdeep while I was at this gaming convention. So that's as close to D&D as I got. There you go. Yeah. And I learned to play the uh, Battlestar Galactica game that was based on the on the reboot from like yeah. 2003 or whatever. So I'm going to a convention this weekend. Oh, yeah. What convention is that? The was it the Meadowlands Collectors Convention? Nice. Something like that. It's a bunch of old clothes, collectibles and arcade shit. So if you're at the Meadowlands Collectibles, uh, come up to Sandwich and demand a, a picture and an autograph. How, how much? How much are Sandwich autographs? Uh, a hug. A hug. All right, good. Free hugs. Free shrugs. Okay. Well, we should probably probably do this. It's D and D. Warriors that terrify. It's D and D. And that's the end of D&D 5e forever. Oh, yeah. That's the, that's the last one for 5e. Yeah. Oh. Oh, but We're it ended sad. Bigger and better bad ideas. Yeah. Yes. So what else? I think is, is that's it. I think we should wrap this uh, wrap this one up. Anything yes, else Anything else you that. want to talk about? Oh. Social media? Well, no. I, I mean, before we do social media, I just want to make sure we're not missing any important stories that you guys want to talk about or I don't think mention. so. I think we should all congratulate Sandwich on his engagement. That's so yes, that's of course. From the from us at the show to you and your lovely fiance, Mr. Sandwich. You turn off your screen because you're playing Fortnite now. If you'd like to if you'd like to uh send an email I'm congratulations. Playing uh, Fortnite. I turned it off because I put my head back. Yeah, you can call with your congratulations to the GVM line, two zero one seven three zero two five four seven. And then, where can they send their wedding gifts, sandwich? Uh, <laughs> well, we have an address. We'll post the PO box, and uh, you can send all your gifts yeah, sure. directly to the show. Directly to the show. We have, he will be registered at Big Bad Toy Store. <laughs> yes, under the name of Big Kev. <laughs> Under the name Geek Stuff TNG. Yeah. So you'll know what things that he still needs. <laughs> like the Super uh, 7 Dungeons and Dragons supermodel. He may want those. Yeah, those would be, those would be a great engagement gift. Sandwich is, is on the precipice of being a D&D collector. He does the books. You know, I don't do much more than the books. The figures, but that's, I don't do statues and all that, thank God. I have one Drist statue that I got on clearance. Yeah. You have those uh, those Iron Studio statues, don't you? Of the original show? That's the cartoon ones. Yeah. Yeah, so that counts because that's a wheelhouse. But I may, if the, if I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what, I would sell those if the Ultimates turn out okay and they do the whole team. I probably would sell the Iron Studios statues. All I know is D and D is fun. Uh, I had to wait a whole year to get new dice because I've been called an addict. So now I'm trying to show self control. What 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 year did you wait? What do you mean? You just said I waited a whole year before. I I'm gonna to wait. A, I'm gonna wait a year. Oh, trying to set a goal and not buy any dice this year. I, when, I, I when I show that I can stop my addiction, I hope to show other people they can stop theirs. I had uh, I had a New Year's resolution about buying toys. Yep. Well, see, I remember you saying that you weren't going to pre-order stuff, and now we're pre-ordering Super Seven toys. 
No. Did I pre-order them sandwich? Were you paying attention? Or we were, were talking playing, about pre-ordering it. Were you playing Fortnite during that segment? You said, I don't know if I'm going to pre-order it or not. It literally was the, was the statement. Yeah. Yeah. But I didn't pre-order them yet. Yeah, but you were adamant about not pre-ordering ever again. Oh, I never said that. that <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, I mean, I, if I remember it correctly, you're pretty adamant that you were not going to do it anymore. I think if you go back, and I'm sure the producer, you're going to wait until you're going to wait until Black Friday because you wasted all this money on toys throughout the year, and everything got blown out on Black Friday. Never said wasted. One, two. I'm pretty sure I was very specific about the lines that I said I was going to not pre. If I go back and check and I bring it up for three weeks, you can't get mad at me. If you bring it up in three weeks? No, if I bring it up next week and the week after, then the week after again. Yeah, I won't get mad, but you better back it up. Okay. So just so we're clear, the clip that sandwich is looking for is me saying that I would not be pre-ordering anything in 2024. No, that's what I said. What did you say? So you're not going to pre-order and you said any toys. Is that what I said? Okay. That I, I'd like to hear that. If that's, if that's what I said, I don't think it is, but I don't think you're twisting my words because you're trying to find a way to get yourself right. You want to twist. You are a manipulator. You twist and you dig and you're like, I'm gonna find the way to make sandwich look dumb, and then it's gonna sit in cake. But I'm not sitting cake (laughs) because I won the bet that you're a hoarder. No. Play the outro music. (laughs) No. My name is Fat Dumbledore. You can find me on Instagram. F-A-T-D-O-M-B-L-E-D-O-R-E. His name is Big Kev. He's on Xbox at Big Kev GS. He's everywhere else at BK Geek Stuff. Scott, where's Scott? He's at Pi Day Scott. P-I-D-A-Y-S-C-O-T-T. Everywhere. There's a link tree. (laughs) Patreon? We do Patreon. Geeks of TNG forward slash geeks of tng patreon it's great there's a one dollar tier we do discord add mention kev if you want to talk to him or get his packages then he'll talk to you when you don't want to talk to him three dollar tier wow there's an early bird special we get the shows a day early five dollar tier there's a bonus round sandwich shop never happens i get made fun of all the time for it and vintage episodes and ten dollar tier when kev fixes his laptop and his ipad and his phone you can see us live on Instagram. Just the laptop. Everything else works fine. Close the show. Uh, I just don't get to say anything. No, no, go and end with that. Seven forty-seven. No, go I, for it. I can't let that go. <laughs> he said he proved I was a hoarder. That was never the bet. It's never a bet that I was a hoarder. Just saying. Wow, that was just a hurtful rant, sandwich. Just hurtful. I'm engaged. <laughs> That's the episode. Isolate that. <laughs> I want that on the soundboard next week. <laughs> For what? When are you going to use it? Whenever I want. <laughs> What's the context? What's the setup? I, what, do you, what do you think? I won't figure one out? I'm just saying. If How long have you been with this program, sir? Bits don't die here. Since at least before Obi-Wan. Hello there. I, I see the panic in his face every time we do <laughs> I it. Know, I really know. Awesome. He's just like, shit! <laughs>
that? <laughs> Do I have the right soundboard up? I know. I literally put it on the bottom of everyone but one. I'm like, oh, please don't let it be the one soundboard that doesn't have that at the bottom. Oh my god. Uh, like that, you know, we have a good amount of bits at this point, like Firefly and stuff like that. And yeah. Take my love, take my land, take me where I cannot stand. I don't care, I'm still free. Take the sky from me Take me out To the black Tell them I ain't coming back Is that me singing? Burn the land and boil the sea You can't take the sky from me Is, uh, is that me singing that song? No, that's the original. It really does. What I'm hearing coming from you, it sounds like I'm mockingly singing that song. <laughs> Really, just it just I, I almost fell over just now because I'm like, did you isolate me singing that song? Let's hear it. Let's hear how that would go. No. <laughs> I right. want I gauge on that soundboard next week. I will I will make sure that I have it. And with that, episode seven forty seven. I can't. You're gonna have to do it. All right. And with that. I'm so beside myself and hurt right now by my friends that I don't even know what to do with myself. Maybe he'll make it up to you by call playing me, Fortnite after the episode. Call me all kinds of names. So we play during the episode. <laughs> Made all kinds of accusations. You know, we could just set up a Discord server while you're playing Fortnite and then just record the show while you guys play Fortnite. I mean, or that no, could be a bonus show. And we're going to stop now. That, we, yeah, it is. Before before it actually becomes a thing, we're definitely we're definitely we're done. stopping. Okay. Guys, that's, that's our that's new solution. Yeah. More Fortnite during the episode. I'm gonna tell him. I'm gonna tell him. I'm gonna tell him. I know you just said it, but he blew by it. So Sandwich and I definitely played a whole game during the recording of the show today. So together. We played together during the first segment of the show today. Now you'll go back and listen and go, oh, wait, maybe, maybe, <laughs> but, but it's true. Oh, but we're done. We're done doing we're that. We're done. That's, we were going to end the bit with the two of us doing it together and actually playing together. So that's done. Now. All right. There you go. I'm, I'm glad you feel good about that. With that, we will end this episode <laughs> of Geek Why Stuff. Why do I feel like I'm going to get in trouble after we've been recording? What? I'm, you're gonna, you guys are going to get called. I'm going to have to. I'm gonna have to reach out to the uh, executive senior producer, uh, oh, Matt OG. I'm gonna get right now. If you get OG, if you get OG to appear on this program, I'll take the scolding. <laughs> Go ahead, uh. reach out. We have breaking news in the Pentagon's leaked classified documents. His arrest comes after the Washington Post released a stunning new interview with a teenager who claims he knows the alleged leaker. ABC's Rena Roy has the breaking details. The teen calling the leaker OG, telling the paper he did not want to disclose OG's identity, location, instead describing OG as a charismatic, gun-loving gamer. I mean, that's why it's so hard to get him on the show, you know? I mean, we don't want to disclose his identity. He's in hiding. He's in hiding. He's a charismatic, gun-loving gamer. Everybody knows gun -loving that. Gun-loving gamer. That's the OG I know. Yes. I don't, know, I don't know if you know a different OG, but that's the one I know. Yeah. You get him on. I'll take the scolding. All right. I will work on it. Um, and with that, we will bring with this that, episode. With that, we will bring this, this very sad and hurtful episode of Geek Stuff TNG, episode 747. Good. Uh, to a close, uh, the one we called Sandwich is Engaged. Uh, to, a, uh, to a close, the way we end some shows by saying... 
Good night, Glennis Johns. Wherever you are. And on that note, we cue the music. Stay awake, don't rest your head. Don't lie down upon your bed While the moon drifts in the skies Stay awake Don't close Asleep, though your pillow's soft and deep, you're not sleepy as you seem. Stay awake, don't nod and Good job, guys. Uh, let's just not come in tomorrow. Let's just take a day. <laughs>